Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're going to review the film Nope, a Jordan Peele film. And this film stars Daniel Kaluuya as OJ, Kiki Palmer as Emerald, Brandon Pereira as Angel Torres, Michael Wincott as Antler's host, uh, Stephen Yeun as Ricky Jupe Park, Keith David as Otis Hayward Sr. And I think that's pretty much the main cast there. But this film was about the residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. So what did you get from the film? Nope. Um, I got a lot of nothing from the <laughs> film. Nope. Um, I, I, it wasn't as scary as I think the promos made it out to seem. I don't know if that would have been different if I was in a theater when I watched it um, or not. But <clears throat> definitely wasn't um, as much of a thriller, I feel like, as... Um, get out or even us was um and maybe the type of thriller is not as scary to me um but i mean it was interesting to watch it's a pretty slow pace film but um yeah there's there's some funny moments i think kiki palmer um does what she does best and it was it was pretty great um, seeing her in the film alongside Daniel Kaluuya. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, um, I don't know, I wasn't expecting anything. So I can't even say it wasn't what I expected. But um, yeah, in- interesting. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I kind of had high expectations based on what this director has done before, Jordan Pill with um, Get Out and Us. And I think he's done some things on maybe a couple other films like Candyman, but I haven't seen that. Um, But I'll get some positives out the way. (laughs) (laughs) I think that Nope is interesting in parts. Um, I like that Jordan Peele is very innovative and um, comes up with new ideas and he doesn't want to make a lot of sequels or any sequels, which is great. It's always good to have fresh films and fresh new ideas. Um, that's all good. But this is not good. I don't even think it's good at all. <laughs> I was really waiting for this movie to get exciting. And not to a point where there's action, because I don't think in any of the films that I do like of his are action heavy or the action mm. is the best part of the film. The story is always the best part. And he does do a lot of um, social commentary and things are more than what they seem kind of things. But um, I mean, there's a lot of that in this. But mm-hmm. but like I had problems with us, this one does not come together well. It comes together. Okay. It comes together even worse, really. Um, mm. I was critical of us, but it's way more interesting. Um, it <laughs> it keeps you on your toes, and the music is great in that film. You know, mm-hmm. I got five on it. You know that song, but yeah, this I, there's really nothing memorable about the music. Um, <laughs> I think the scenery yeah, is good, but also cheap. Okay. Keep in a way that what he used, not how it looks, you know, it's just this one big desert area or 
whatever you want to call that area, and then one store. Um, but uh, if somebody were to ask, should they see this? You can already guess what I would say. <laughs> nope. Oh, no. Well, I think, and I purposely didn't look at like any of the, I didn't, well, not purposely, but I didn't look at any of the really deep breakdowns of the film. I do think there are some things that take a little bit of thought to, um, to get. Um, and this? As to what's going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I think if you're into that, that's great. But um, yeah, interesting. And I think maybe it, to appreciate it more, I would have to um, look into something about um, maybe some deeper meanings or hidden meanings and things. Um, but it's not the kind of movie that Get Out was. It's not that kind of social commentary. It's not. Um, it's not as. You know, forthcoming as us was it kind of explains itself as you go throughout the film this one keeps things pretty mysterious the entire time which keeps you watching because you're like okay what's happening next where are we going next what's happening next um why was this relevant that kind of a thing um so i would say at the end i at least felt completed like i feel like for the most part the story kind of wrapped up in itself and there were some emotional things in there but yeah. I, it's, I appreciate it also, um, it being a scary or a horror or a jump scare, whatever film um, that wasn't dark. I feel like that that's good writing. If you can make something suspenseful in broad daylight, you're, you're doing good. You're doing good things. I agree. That's definitely a, a good part of this film. But by the end, I wanted to leave. Um, ah. I got really bored and almost sick of this because I'm like... <laughs> When is this really going to start going? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, you know, you have to look at or, or remember some of the previous scenes to see what fits into the ending True. and how it all comes together. And when you look at the big picture of this film, it does not come together well, especially mm -hmm. when they're risking their lives just to do this one thing. Um, and I felt like this, I don't know, it might be a spoiler, but they didn't show a lot of emotion once somebody left. Like, it's just like, oh, you know, he's gone. Let's go ahead and do this thing now. Like, what? This is somebody that you spent your whole life with, and you just like, let's just do this thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess he was directed to do this, but uh, Daniel Kaluuya Mm -hmm. doesn't really show much emotion um kiki palmer is kind of like the the comedy relief throughout the film mm -hmm. i didn't mind her i thought she was pretty good um i like brandon Pereira. i thought he he added something pretty good to the film um yeah i think a lot of theories about this film was it's going to be about aliens and mm -hmm. um I don't know, something coming from the sky. But I kind of had that idea, but I went in with an open mind. I wasn't exactly, you know, hoping for that. But I was hoping for a good film. And I didn't mm -hmm. get it. <laughs> oh no. Um, I don't know. I have a it's it's um I have a hard time saying it's bad. Yes, there are things that didn't quite make sense. Um, or at least seem like they didn't matter. But I have a hard time saying it's bad, though. Um, it's very different. It's um, it's not one that's like, you know, every rock, everything you look at, you gotta look at it twice because it actually means this and that. Um, no, it's a story about um, these ranchers. Their father dies mysteriously. They're trying to make it. Um, and they sell their horses to do so. And they run into this um, horse show runner who um, who actually does some kind of UFO sightings show. Are we um, getting into the story now? Well, kind of, because it's like it's. <laughs> but honestly, this it's hard, and we can we can go scene by scene and explain everything. But I feel like the first like forty five to an hour and fifteen minutes of this movie 
are really, really not that relevant. <laughs> you know, just a lot of, Nothing. a lot of Daniel Kalua just looking mad and <laughs> staring off into the <laughs> desert. There's not really much that happens the first 45 minutes. Um, the last 20 or tw- I'll say the last 30, um, a lot happens, a lot of wrapping up happens, some callbacks, some stuff that happened earlier in the film. Um, but yeah, and then I guess even explaining, you could argue that maybe it isn't what it looks like. You know, maybe it's not anything with aliens. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's the government. I don't know. I didn't think about that. But still, yeah. it doesn't come together well. <laughs> I don't think anything that you can explain makes this movie come together well. But um, overall, I think it's disappointing. But I like that he's an ambitious director. But you got to make a film that is complete. And it didn't feel complete to me. It it felt like I'm just going to make this really complicated with a lot of double meanings and uh, keep people guessing into the end until it turns into nothing. Hmm. Do you think it's not a good as film in your eyes because it's too straightforward no i mean it's it's it's, it's boring alien hunter thing and they're trying to catch this picture of it and they do it well that's all spoilers but it's boring (laughs) it's really boring that's that's the Um, worst part of it it's boring um I mean, that's just a way to wrap it up. I mean, I, I could explain more, but it's it's just boring. Yeah. But I, I guess we can go ahead and get into the story. So mm-hmm. um, you kind of explained a little bit of the beginning with um, Daniel Kaluuya o- OJ. So he is Otis Jr. Um, their father, Keith David, uh, he owns the ranch. They've, you know, I guess grown up on the ranch. I guess their mother passed away or something. Um, but OJ, his father is trying to teach him how to run the whole thing and uh, keep the ranch going because it's been in the family for a long time. And they also have a lot of horses that they use to um, use for show, you know, um, for for Hollywood. And um, that part actually comes after this, but uh, there's this one day where some things fall out of the sky and uh, they hit the father, Otis Sr., and he ends up dying. And it's pretty mysterious on how he died. They They said that, you know, some metal parts were found in his body, you know, like a coin and all kinds of, you know, materials. But there's not much emotion from OJ. You know, he's kind of just sitting there. Um, I mean, you can tell he's upset, but mm-hmm. uh, not much going on there with him. <laughs> Emerald mm-hmm. being, being played by Kiki Palmer. Um, you know, she's just always full of energy, ready to go. Um, but, uh, you know, they have this little scene where they take a horse into one of these scenes for, I guess, a movie or a TV show. And um, he's not exactly the, the showman type where he can take control of a scene. But his sister comes along. She comes in late telling all the history of, you know, where the horses come from and the ranch and how it's been in the family. But um, he's like, he's supposed to be here on time. <laughs> but mm-hmm. she's off doing her own thing. She wants to be a star or whatever. She has a lot of different things going on, but really nothing. Um, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, they um, kind of mourn their father a tiny bit. Not much. Uh, yeah, he was kind of rough on him. More about the business than being a dad. So I guess. They didn't mention their mom at all, which is interesting. No, I guess she passed away. But um, yeah, it's unclear. But I think I, I felt like they should have definitely mourned him more because this is somebody that you grew up with, you know, your whole life. Um, 
you know, maybe he wasn't exactly the best to you, but they didn't show him being abusive or yelling at them. I mean, maybe Emerald didn't get enough attention because he didn't think or the father didn't think that she was fit to run the farm. But I don't know. She was just like, oh, let's raid his liquor closet. Like, okay, what? (laughs) Hmm. No uh, mourning for him just dying just suddenly. But okay. But um, all of a sudden, some weird things start happening. Some horses start to disappear. Um, OJ hears it, tries to investigate it, but doesn't really know what's going on. So they go to a store to get a surveillance system. Now, actually, I didn't know exactly what they were trying to do um, in the whole grand scheme of, scheme of things up until towards the end. Because they don't really mm-hmm. say what they're trying to do because they, I guess they don't know what they're really looking for. Because they don't say that they're trying to True. take a picture. They're just trying to see what's going on. And I guess taking the picture is to make money? <laughs> um, I think, well, they don't really go into that. You know, they say it's the Oprah shot, the money shot, the, you know, something that no one's ever going to get on film before. And I think that at one point they referenced what some pictures had gone for in the past. Um, but it was more so about just doing it to do it. Um, and I stupid. Think, well, I think that, I think it's supposed to go back to the original thing with, you know, this family is the family who supplied the horse that was in the first motion picture that was captured. So this family has historic relevance being the first at capturing something, the money shot or the Oprah shot. Um, So in some ways they could be doing that with this picture of this mysterious thing. Um, It could, you know, save the ranch. It could make them rich again. It could make their name mean something again. Um, So, but that's something again, that's not said in the movie, but it's up for interpretation. That's, that's kind of skipping towards the end a little bit. So I guess I'll just go ahead mm. and say this. So I, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, taking this picture, do you think that they're just going to just let you have this area if this thing exists? You don't think the military or somebody in the U.S. is going to take over this place? And even if even with that picture, are they going to think that that's what you think it is? I don't know. I mean, there's tons of like, I mean, if you go into, you know, that realm of research, I mean, there's tons of like flashes and things that don't make any kind of sense that are way less than what they ended up capturing um, that people think are significant. So I think to someone, it might mean something. Um, (laughs) But then you could argue if this is happening on a regular basis, somewhere in the United States, the government probably already knows. Maybe they're a part of it. Maybe it's the loud. Maybe it's a peace thing. Who knows? How in the world are these two people in this ranch middle of nowhere able to do this when literally the intelligence of the world has been looking or interested in this for decades? So um, it could also be hard to believe that maybe that, that the government or someone else wouldn't know as well. But also, wouldn't that lead to them not being able to live where they currently live? You could think that. Or um, let's say the government does know about this um, and they're letting it happen. Obviously, they don't care or it's a peace offering they've made. We will leave you alone. We won't do anything if you just don't attack the rest of the world. (laughs) If we just give you these horses, you can do your research as aliens or whatever um and not mess with us so it's always but yeah it's there's nothing in the movie to say either way well all of what we just said the movie does not say at all no no uh we're really reaching but um yeah pretty much some would argue those make movies good like tenant but (laughs) (laughs) is tenant is better than this Wow, we found one. <laughs> Tenet is definitely better than this. It's more interesting. Um, this one is just boring. But um, yeah, they get the surveillance system. They meet 
Brandon Pereira. Uh, his character's name is Angel. They meet him at the store. He's a guy falling on rough times, um, but he's really into aliens and outer space and all that stuff. But um, he kind of tags along. They don't really want him there. They just want him to um, set up the camera system, but he just keeps coming back. So um, he kind of gets tied up into things. And there's some, you know, back and forth, some things that kind of keep mm -hmm. you on the edge of your seat, but nothing really happens. Um, they do meet uh, Steven Yeun, Ricky Juke Park. Um, he used to be on this show called Gordy's Home. And I think this was an actual show. Um, I was looking into it. It's like there's there's things that have happened in real life that this could have been influenced by, but um, nothing to directly say it was a specific event. Chimps have, in fact, attacked people in real life <laughs> on television. <laughs> yes. Um, but they have some flashbacks with a younger jupe. And um, he was on this show called Gordy's Home. And, um, you know, they were having a little birthday party for the chimp. Um, some balloons popped and the chimp went crazy and pretty much massacred everybody on set. Except Jupe, uh, young Ricky Jupe. And, um, you know, he was about to give the, the chimp a fist bump. But then, <laughs> thankfully... Somebody shout. <laughs> Don't tell him what could happen. <laughs> I mean, in the way he, I, and now that scene I think was filmed pretty well. I mean, oh, yeah. the way the attack happened, and you get it from Jupe's perspective. Um, the monkey kind of walks around slowly. He kills several people at once. I mean, and then he goes back and bangs the woman up. More um, blood drips from his hand, and it's like it's CGI, but you're seeing it through a tablecloth, so it's. So it's not clear that kind of adds the effect of the film. Now you could argue that that piece of the movie, um, you could say it was really good, but you know it's not. The majority of the movie is not like that scene. Um, and, and then you have this mysterious floating shoe um, during what? the scene. You said floating shoe. Did you notice that? Floating shoe. Um... So in so while he's attacking. In the background, above, uh, just right off the floor, um, there's like a light blue shoe. Looks like, like a pair of Vans, like one of them. It's standing straight up. And it's almost like it's floating. Um, it's kind of behind the champ when he's beating people up. Um, and I think it's most visible whenever he's attacking the woman. Um, and... In his uh, later on in Jupe's home or wherever this ranch is where he does his show, he has that shoe um, in a glass case and it's also standing up the same way. So uh, there's nothing they never reference that they never talk about it. Um, nothing's ever said about it. But you could argue that may have started his fascination with um, UFOs or things just out of the ordinary. Um, but again, another one of those up for interpretation moments. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure of the connection. Um, and no one is. <laughs> it, no, there's no reason why that she was floating in it was. Or even that whole scene. I mean, it's probably the best scene in the film because it kept me on edge <laughs> or on the edge of my seat. Yeah. It was very tense, but there's very minor connections from that scene to the rest of the movie. No, um, no, no, they don't. Well, they do talk about it, I guess. I mean, he because he has the whole like shrine to this monkey in the show and he lets people he pay, pay people pay him to talk about it or, or to get to stay in this room or this memorabilia. Um, so there's that. I mean, like his old stardom, like he's not scared by the mauling that happened with the chimp. He more so glorifies it, which is interesting. Could have been him laying laying there dead. Yeah. But pool <laughs> of blood. Yeah. But there's also a girl that's maybe a little bit older than him on the show. Um she mm -hmm. gets she gets beat up, her face gets 
all torn up. But she ends up showing up again in um, present day. Um, you know, face pretty beat up, or really, that's an understatement. Yeah. But <laughs> um, that that scene was actually in, or you know, the her looking up. That scene was in the trailer, and I thought mm-hmm. that had something to do with aliens. Just looking back on it, but yeah, there's very there's no connection there. <laughs> nope, her face is ripped off by a monkey. <laughs> Zero connection. She only right? shows up for a few seconds. Right. Because um. <laughs> you would think maybe this, oh my gosh, this thing is possessed. Like, how is this in public? Something is happening. No, nah, she was just scared like every other regular person that was there. She was just unfortunately injured. That's also a part of the genius, but... Um... Yeah, um, still leads to nothing. But um, back to OJ and Emerald, um, you know, they're just kind of going back and forth trying to uh, see what's out there. They do have kind of like little segments in the movie named by each horse. Um, yes. And it's pretty much... Ghost and someone else. Yeah, but pretty much each one is where... He's kind of uh, OJ's using a horse to lure out whatever is out there. And, um, you know, the horses get taken. Um, there's actually a metal statue of a horse that gets taken with some flags on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when they figure out there's actually something there because it ends up coming back. The the metal horse, the, the statue mm-hmm. the same way but very bloody. And um, this is when they actually see the thing that is out there. It's kind of like some morphin spaceship that later morphs into like a bed sheet. (laughs) Not a bed sheet. (laughs) I mean, what would you call it? I don't know. I mean, it did kind of like a, like a tarp or like a net of some kind. Um, which I don't know is if you saw it in the sky, I'd be terrified. Yeah, definitely. Once um, it opens its uh, bed sheet wings, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's an interesting character design. Um, not exactly scary. I, I feel like if you did see, I don't know, something maybe like a shadow, that would probably force you to look up. Which is one of the things that they run into with this creature. Um, mm-hmm. They can't look at it, but they do look at it. <laughs> do, I mean, do you think they looked at it? Because they, I, I feel like they clearly looked at it. You, I think they can look at it. You just can't make eye contact with the hole, which I don't know why. What? What? <laughs> because there were <laughs> listen. Because there are points where Danny Cool's character, he's on the horse. And he didn't get taken away at that time because he wasn't looking at it. But he's right up under it. But he looked straight up at it. I guess from the corner of his eye, he uses peripherals. Yeah, this is where the movie, I was just like, I'm done with this. Um, that was towards the end. We haven't gotten there yet. But um, once the... Uh, statue horse comes back it's almost like it's throwing up um that that part falls out of the sky um and that's where i kind of made the connections where how the father died because it was like the um the creature i don't know taking a dump in a way Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh no (laughs) but um there's a scene where the creature is now, you know, being hostile where it goes over the house that they live in and drops blood all over the house while um, Emerald and Angel are in the house, you know, afraid for their lives. I think um, OJ, he was out there trying to still capture it or not capture it, but like get a picture or whatever. Um, And he was in the car so he wasn't exactly around that area, but he pretty much had to sleep over in that car because 
he couldn't get out. <laughs> the only word he nope. said, said in blood. Nope. Yep. That's the only thing he said was nope. That's probably the most words that he says in the film. Yeah, he's pretty soft spoken. <laughs> um, but yeah, that scene happens. Uh they kind of play with a little creature. Not literally, but you know, trying to get a picture of it. And um there's this big thing that happens. I'll go back to Ricky Juke Park. He has this little uh almost like show where he has um a lot of people looking out. And he it's almost like he I guess he knew the creature existed because mm -hmm. he had something out there to lure it. And um I'm not sure what he thought was gonna happen. Right. <laughs> but um pretty much that scene that you see in the trailer where the the woman with the mauled face is looking up that's where that thing sucks everything up and uh destroys them devours them and um still i feel like it's like a bed sheet or a bouncy house now i'm pretty sure it didn't feel expands. that way. yeah i'm pretty sure it didn't feel like that when they were being devoured but you do get yeah. a look in the inside of it but um you know the the thing sucks them up and uh devours them and then after that uh oh yeah OJ and em Emerald uh they know of this guy who is always trying to get the perfect shot and he'll only take on certain projects where he knows that are almost impossible to get and that is Antler's host did they say that name in the movie? Uh, I can't recall. <laughs> well, he's in the movie for like maybe 15, 20 minutes. But this man is crazy. And, um, sure. you know, they're still trying to get that money shot. They're trying to get that picture. And this whole time, I'm just wondering, why are they risking their lives to get this, this one picture? Mm. But, you know, they get him and... Um, they find out that all technology starts to shut down whenever the creature is nearby. Um, so he has a camera that's wind up, you know, he can wind it up with his hand and still take a pretty good shot. And they do get a pretty good shot from a mountain because they set everything up. They have the, what they call them, the wacky inflatable floating man whatever it's called <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, you know, from the black inflatable <laughs> from the car dealerships right um they set those up in or, or around the area or along the ranch to know where the creature is because it's kind of it can hide in the clouds because it's you know uh, it's a white color and um it kind of just floats around in the sky and that's how they're able to tell where the thing is based on which wacky inflatable man falls down. And, um, you know, they all get in their positions. Uh, OJ's on the horse trying to lure it. Um, but also there's this guy or um, the word has gotten out that um, people were sucked up by some entity out there. And uh, this guy from TMZ rides on a bike over there with this reflective helmet. And, um, you know, he's not really caring about anything, not really thinking that there's danger anywhere. And uh, they tell him to leave, but, you know, he doesn't listen. Drives over to, I don't know where. I mean, I don't, I don't know where he thought he was going, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> He kept going. He he was driving on the bike and um all of a sudden uh his bike just shuts down because whenever the creature is near, technology shuts down and he goes yeah. flying because he was going like 60 miles per hour and then a sudden stop. Mm -hmm. Um so you know, he has some broken bones, not really able to move. Uh OJ tries to check on him and see what's going on. 
the guy doesn't really um care exactly about his body at the moment <laughs> yeah he's uh saying hey can you get my camera take a shot or, or whatever and then oj you know he's trying to help him but he's like you know what i can't stay here any longer because <laughs> i need to get out of here um and the guy ends up being killed by the creature and uh this is when I'm not sure if this happens before that or after, but the guy that they brought in um, for the money shot for the Oprah shot um, antlers holst. This is where he just does something very stupid. Now he already has a pretty good picture and um, you know, they're, they're going to be kind of satisfied with it, but he takes all the stuff that, he brought with him, you know, the wind up camera and tries to get an even better shot by going up to the top of the mountain or top of the, whatever it is. And, um, he sees the creature, it starts coming at him and he finally is able to get the best shot because the creature opens up, you know, like a bed sheet and, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) and it exposes itself. You know, it has kind of like a eye that's, kind of like uh it flutters and mm-hmm. um he looks straightly straight at it and um it sucks him up uh i guess his only reason was to get the money shot but not at the risk of your own life not mm-hmm. when you not when you think that you're not going to come back i mean what's the point <laughs> all his life leading up to this one moment i guess but it was stupid. Um, but he ends up dying. And, um, you know, they're trying to figure out things. Um, everybody's kind of scrambling. Emerald, she's uh, trying to make sure OJ's okay. Um, Angel, he still, he, he was with the guy who was trying to get the money shot, but he got left by him. And he's kind of just, you know, twirling in the wind. Um, and OJ is still on the horse. And, uh, I guess he's trying to be the hero in this and he's trying to lure the thing away. He has some kind of jacket with some green eyes on it. Mm. I guess that helps, but um, he still looks at the thing and uh, kind of comes close to it. And um, it seems like he's dead. Like he, he kind of disappears for a second while Emerald is trying to lure the thing away also. But, uh, you know, somehow he returns. No injuries. Um, Emerald, she's being chased by this big creature that, um, you know, when it goes around pretty quickly, it looks like a spaceship. But then when it wants to, I guess, expose you or suck you up, it turns into a big bed sheet or playhouse thing. Um, but she goes to where Ricky Jupe where his ranch is and tries to still capture a picture of the thing. And it's like this well that can take, I guess, a big picture. And um, she's able to position the thing where it goes in the middle, where she's able to take a picture of it. And she also traps it where I forgot what she sent into the thing where it sucked it up. It was a a big blow-up thing. Like, character. It was, um, like, maybe a mascot for that park or something. It was on, like, a ceiling. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like a balloon type of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, But it ends up sucking that up and then bursting inside of it and killing it. Um, But before that, she does take some good pictures. And... um, you know, I guess they no, no longer have a threat to their ranch. Or it might be the beginning. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because she just took a picture. She didn't kill it, you know. So. <laughs> you said she didn't kill it? I don't. Did she? Did the, yeah. did the thing make it explode? I yeah. It, it okay. popped. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty forgettable film, right? <laughs> I mean. I feel like we're making this more exciting than it is. It's not really. Um, 
I was pretty much done with the movie by this point. There were too many dumb things happening. Um, this guy sacrificed himself just to take a picture. And I mean, literally, and he got sucked into it and died. And then they still sacrificed themselves to take a picture that they think is going to save the ranch. But this highly unlikely. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, because the, actually the, the guy that got sucked in who played in Gordy's home as a younger child, um, mm-hmm. he was offering to get their ranch, I guess, for a good price. I would have been like, sold. You got it. <laughs> Yours. Because <laughs> they weren't making any money any, any way else. I mean, I, I guess renting the horses out, but mm-hmm. that they they ain't making no money. Better get another job. <laughs> and taking this picture, risking your life to do that, you're hoping for something that's probably not gonna happen. I don't I don't know if they thought that they were just gonna be millionaires from just taking a one picture, but mm-hmm. I don't see how this thing comes together. It's it, it was kind of dumb in the end for me. Yeah, I felt Fulfilled. I mean, Emerald had fulfilled something. Ah! <laughs> I think the story came to a good ending. The weird guy died. I mean, I think which one? To, but the under the, the um, <laughs> Jude. What's his name? Jupe. The Ricky. Jupe. Yeah, Jupe. Um, he died. I mean, he was being weird, and I don't know. He had to die because he was being um, weird. No, he didn't have to. I'm just saying, like, that's how his story ended. That's how it wrapped up. You know, he there were there weren't too many loose ends. He died. Um, the ship is gone. Emerald got the picture. I don't know. Ranch is saved, right? <laughs> Not really. How, how are you going to keep up this ranch? Where's the money going to come from? <laughs> I, I guess the whole point was to take this picture and try yeah. to sell it, but how much money are you going to get for that? I don't know. $100? And it's also going to be a low-quality picture because of that well thing she used the attraction <laughs> to take it. So it'll be another one of those what is this mystery things? A bird? <laughs> Who knows? Either way, they ain't making no money off that picture. So it's just stupid for what they did. Um, that's where this movie does not come together well. Um, when did you really know that they were trying to take a picture or the goal of what they were doing? I mean, when they went to the security store, that's when they were talking about it. Taking a picture? or Yeah, because they were trying to catch this thing on camera. I mean, so I guess it could have been a video or a picture, but they set up all these cameras to to get evidence of it. Yeah, but they didn't really know what they were looking for. They didn't. She had Emerald had mentioned aliens as a possibility, um, but they really didn't know what they were looking for. You're right. Um, so they kind of wanted the picture. The um, clerk, the guy who ended up coming to the ranch, he he harped on it could be aliens pretty quickly. Um, whenever they were buying the cameras. Yeah, because that's what he was really into. And um, mm-hmm. that's why he tagged along for most of the film. But um, I thought he was enjoyable. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this movie sucks. No, I, don't, I don't think it sucks. I don't think it's What's good about bad. it? Well, I mean, I thought, like I said, Kiki Palmer, everything she said was funny. I thought that was, I mean, it was nice to watch. I think the monkey scene was interesting. This floating shoe that's been explained, it makes you think. Um, you, you get a little bit of you get a little bit of history with you know the first film and this ranch and and why they exist. There's mystery. Obviously, something happened to the father that caused him to die. It's so interesting that he um, he died and he wasn't sucked away. Like his body was left, which is interesting, and the horse was still left. Um, so it's unclear why that situation was different than the rest of the abductions or whatever happened um happened um but jupe is an interesting character i think he has trauma but some reason it doesn't scare him but he's now looking for something weird to be a part of um so he has an interesting 
interesting story, I think, as well. I, I think with the father dying, I think that part was just it was connected to when the creature was getting rid of, rid of the waste and all the blood was falling on the house. So, so that was oh. a way of the thing get, getting rid of waste because it can only, I guess, consume mm. organic things, not like metal or whatever else. I don't know. Um, that's the best connection I can make. But everything else, just dumb. Um, I do like this, the scene with the monkey. That was a really tense scene. Um, I definitely thought, well, actually, just looking in the present, then it seemed like he was fine. But I thought something might happen. Um, but yeah, not not too many positives with this film. I mean, it's it's rated very. I haven't read like the, why it's rated so high, but it's rated extremely high. I don't think it made that much money though. No, it's eighty three. Mm-hmm. Should be like a fifty at best. <laughs> well, I think part of the reason it could be high, um, and not uh, not a low scoring film, is because what it didn't mess up anything. Like it's very, like you said, it's a very vague story. It's a very long story. It can be a boring story, but it didn't. To me, there were no like plot holes. There was no like goofy what? acting. It was. <laughs> I think I think a movie can be mysterious and not be a plot hole. Like if they just left out a, a detail or something that it, like it's a clear that it should have been this way or something wasn't explained that they just kind of gloss over and they're benefiting from in the film. Like, I think those are plot holes where I think this is more just mystery, but it's like so many mysteries, it's hard to figure out what the movie's even about. Like, it's like if Inception, you really didn't know if they were dreaming the entire time, but you were reminded to question it the entire movie rather than it just being one plot hole at the very end or mystery at the very end with the top. In this, it's kind of every step of the way you're wondering, is this relevant or not? I don't really know. I agree with that last part that you said, but I feel like you're reaching for no plot holes here. <laughs> what do you think are the plot holes? Well, or do you think it just doesn't have a plot? I think there is a plot. You know, they, they want to get this picture and discover this mysterious thing. But I feel like a lot of what they do doesn't make sense. Like they mm -hmm. say they can't look at the creature, you know, um, mm. looking directly at it but there's many times where they look directly at it and they end up fine um, you have some characters that do some highly questionable things like the guy who wanted the money shot I guess I understand but not really I mean you get in the spot for the money shot or I guess the mm -hmm. best possible shot or, or a spot but you end up dying. So what's the point? Um, and then the whole thing about getting this picture, what are you going to get from mm -hmm. it? Are you expecting to be a millionaire after this? I mean, I don't think so. No, and I think I think a part of the reason why they didn't harp on that is because if that was what the movie was about, it would have been less, less mysterious or interesting. I mean, it would have just been... Uh, a hunting movie just just for a picture and i think the fact that it, it wasn't about i mean they referenced money once like when they were in the store key palmer's character references the money but um i think the fact that they don't and maybe it also speaks to why the um why the guy got the got a good shot and ended up dying for it is because potentially he's person that's photographed the unphotographable right he's always looking at a thing well, now it's actually in front of him in real life, and it's not this far off concept. He knows it is that. Maybe he's curious about what's on the other side. It's not guaranteed that they even die. We don't know. They get sucked up there, and we don't know what happens. That's one way to look at it. Um, I guess it's passable, but everything else, not really. Um, because to risk your life multiple times just to get a picture. And I don't mean the old guy. 
I'm talking about them. Mm. That that doesn't work for me. What is the point? Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't do it myself. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. Interesting. And then um, I think the the big promo picture in that cloud with the flags going up to it, I think that's interesting, right? Because it's uh, it's the, the UFO, whatever it is, is covered by the cloud. It's a cloud that stays still. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a mystery film. I wouldn't call it. I don't know if I'd call it a horror film or um, it's it's really a mystery. It, it's definitely not horror. It's it's definitely mystery, um, suspense, somewhat. But mm-hmm. um, made a little bit of money, not much. Um, but I would not recommend this. Uh. I think most people would not like this. It's a, I'm reading something and it says um, the film has received praise for the uh, its ambition, performances, cinematography, and direction. Although the screenplay polarized critics, so it's it's really I don't think most people don't like it. It's really it's really up in the air. <laughs> I guess the the people who are into all these fan theories, they really like it. Um, You know, that's nice, but I need a complete movie and I don't think it was complete. Um, Hmm. (laughs) I think um, Get Out and Us are definitely superior to this film or interesting. Um, And people say, oh, you can't compare them, but it's the same director, so hey. <laughs> I think it's fine to compare them. They're very different kinds of movies, and I think the kind of director he is isn't a director who. I think Get Out and Up, or Us, are successful, and they're very different than this. But I think his films, and I'm sure going forward, the films he makes, they're made to just be ones that are for commentary, that are just. No one really knows what it's about. Like, I remember there are a lot of things in um, Get Out that people, you know, found meanings in that Jordan Peele said, you know, that really wasn't a choice. We just, you know, we just, or that wasn't the intention. We just did it. But I'm glad it's broken thought. Um, Like even this, I'm reading um, the title of the film is Nope. And some people are saying that it stands for not of planet Earth or not our planet Earth. But um Peel says, um, nope, it just refers to, the, <laughs> to what he'd hoped audience would feel when they see things like this. Just nope, the way that Daniel Kaluuya said in the movie. So even the title of it, the director is saying, did not mean anything deep by it. And there are people who are going very deep with it. But you could argue, is Jordan Peel being a part of this film's mystery and just saying, it is what you think it is? Um, and that's like the blob of art that makes millions of dollars. It's a blob, but for some people, it's everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he definitely did accomplish his mission when it comes to um, whenever somebody sees something like this, they say, nope. Because that's mm-hmm. how I feel about this. Um, will I watch this again? Nope. Would I recommend it? <laughs> nope. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um I thought us was definitely flawed, but it's definitely better. Mm-hmm. And I think Lupita, I mean, she does an amazing job in that movie. Oh yeah, she does. Easily the best in that in that film. But this one, nobody stands out like that. Um but overall, just a boring movie. Um but any other thoughts before we get into the rating? No, I am ready. All right. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film? Nope. I would rate nope. Um, I wish I could give it two ratings, but I would rate nope. Um, 
a high background noise. I think if you're not, it can't literally be background noise because you will not watch it um, if you're not committed to sitting and watching it. Um, but if you are committed, I think it will allow for very interesting conversation after the film. With that definition, I think it actually is background noise. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's it's definitely a low background noise for me. Not exactly trash, but um, just not interesting enough. Uh, it's literal background noise. It's not really going to capture your attention. Definitely not for a second time. You probably won't want to revisit it. But um, I wouldn't recommend it. I would just skip this one. Hmm. <laughs> He's made a better film in Get Out and Us. Uh, at least Us has better music. I mean, it's <laughs> way better. Um, this, don't watch it. It's, it's not good. Um, but hey, it's got some interesting parts but it's uh, I wanted to walk out of the theater and no. I mean <laughs> I never walk out of a movie that I pay for because you know I paid for it but um, I really wanted to walk out once I got to about maybe an hour and a half in mm. I'm like I'm done with this 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 is not really entertaining at all um None of this is coming together and people are just acting dumb. So <laughs> I, I I wanted to leave. It's it really is background noise. I don't you need to read the Wikipedia article on this because it it's 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 um it's very interesting the influences they think the film um used and accomplished. It's extremely deep but so much of this is like where is this coming from it's like how'd you get this but someone is when you rate it so highly well i think that if the scenes were more interesting if they look more interesting then i might look into it and revisit it but the scenes aren't really that interesting um i mean there's a couple but not many it's very slow um Were you looking at themes and interpretations? Yeah, in that section, and particularly towards the end, I mean, in the, the middle paragraph, it references Jean Jacket potentially being a representation of an angel or interpretation of an angel. And the people being consumed by this alien spacecraft are those who are being ascended um, in the rapture. So we, it's like the people who are left behind are those who missed the rapture and are condemned to... Um, uh, a life of of despair while those being sucked away in what looked like a violent event were actually taken to a better place. Which could be true. We don't know because we don't know what happens whenever they're taken up into this supposedly spaceship or whatever it is. The bed sheet. Which is interesting. Well, I will say that the Wikipedia is more interesting than the actual film. So I might read it. <laughs> um but actually watching the movie again, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. It's, it's just yeah. not good. Um, yeah, I, I think I actually will read this. Um, it's Yeah, it's interesting. More than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what it says, what they think about this shoe, identify mysterious standing shoe, as an example of a bad miracle, a label which OJ uses when he and Kiki Palmer's Emerald learn that they are seemingly dealing with the ufo interesting relating the ufo to the standing shoe as a bad miracle hmm. unexpected phenomenon during a tragedy it plays the movie's theme of turning tragic events into a spectacle as ricky is profiting off the collectible despite the trauma of his circumstances hmm. Standing shoe, miracle in the midst of a murder. And he is somehow benefiting off of that tragic event. Um, 
some people think that interesting that he was imagining the shoe standing up and it's a misremembering that just before being shot Gordy turned to him in friendship hmm. he's disguised his trauma under the veneer of capitalism and humor interesting you can I think whenever you leave a film so blank anything is possible with what it actually means it's also a problem because you're not satisfied <laughs> you could not be satisfied um or you could be so full that it causes you to to look for for tons of of hidden meanings. I think one of the things, I think in some ways it's very similar to Get Out in the way that things can be interpreted, but I just think Get Out's overt themes of um, structural racism made it more interesting to want to find out those themes. Whereas this, the themes aren't, I guess, as interesting or sensational as racism. Well, you could argue the themes are government overwatch. Maybe this is someone, you know, that they know that this is happening and they're not saying anything. Um, you could argue that it's um, it is a commentary on the rapture, the beginning of the end um, of of good things that are born out of tragedy or mistaken for tragedy, um, not of Earth. Um, a UFO, an unidentified flying object, could be an alien or it could be a spiritual being. We do not know because it's up in the air. Um, and there are many things that aren't explained and get out directly, um, but people tend to agree on the interpretations that, that they stand. Like one that sticks out in my mind was um, whenever she had ate cereal and separated the milk from the cereal and eating it separately, people were like, oh, it's because she's racist and she is segregating the colors from the white milk. And Jordan Peele said, actually, it was a random decision that day. She just didn't want to mix the milk and cereal. <laughs> but some people went to this deep meaning. So it really is up for interpretation, but that film had some pieces and bits that made it more interesting to just watch and be scared the entire time. So you didn't look away. Whereas this one is much more quiet, subdued, laid back. So it's very easy to get bored, I think. Yeah, definitely easily um, boring. But I feel like in those movies, like in, in, in Get Out and Us, they have scenes that you can point to like, okay, that one stands out. You can um, you can put that pretty much anywhere in society and they'd be like, oh, I remember that. Like um, mm -hmm. when uh, Keith Stanfield, he's like, get out. You know, he was... Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good scene. I think that might have been the first film that I saw, man. But yeah, mm. there's there's none of that in this. I guess if you want to say the monkey scene, but that's it. Yeah, you could argue the monkey scene. Um, so yeah, very very different. But I I think it's right up Jordan Peele's alley. I feel like this is this is the kind of director he is. He wants mystery and awe and confusion and. Um, and that's what he's getting with little historical context. And this one, the only historical context is the first motion picture film with his horse and the black man. And um, yeah, and I read something, you know, while we were talking, they also said, you know, maybe this is also a commentary on the fact that this horse and black man are the first motion picture, but yet in motion pictures for decades, black people were left out of film. Um, and yet they started it the same way this family supposedly raised this horse that started film um, but has been left out of history and is now failing and poor and behind. Um, so, yeah, I think if you want to, you can make this mean a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm just going to leave it where it is. <laughs> yeah, as, as boring background noise. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, don't watch it. And not even the good kind of music, because you're right, there's not even really good music. No. Um. And this movie did not make a lot of money because um, he's gotten bigger budgets as time, mm. time has gone on. And it hasn't made his money back yet. Or, I mean, it mm. has, but it hasn't doubled it, you know, making a profit. Mm. So um, not many people liking this. But um, 
Any other thoughts? No, I think um, you, it's just as mysterious as the trailers. So um, I don't think this is one that we're about spoilers for, really, because it's all confusing enough for interpretation. I agree. Just watch the trailers. Don't watch the movie. Just <laughs> the trailers. I think were scarier than the movie. Honestly, yeah. The the movie besides the monkey part, nothing mm-hmm. is scary. Um, that was probably the most well filmed scene, as far as being on the edge of your seat. Everything else mm-hmm. boring. Um, <laughs> But I think that does for us in A&M Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And also comment what you would like for us to review next on Spotify. And thanks for listening.